Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello, I'm Matthew Appleby, and this is the Horticulture Week podcast with ICL's Sam Rivers, discussing sustainable growing media as part of a series of podcasts where we've talked about everything from adjuvants to IPM. Now, there's a big political debate going on with peat reduction at the moment, and ICL is working hard in this area. So today we're going to discuss what's available for growers, who's asking for what, and we'll talk about the raw materials available, differences in nutrition and other products which may need to be added to help boost plant quality, such as biostimulants. So to kick us off, Sam, what's the current situation regarding professional growing media? Yeah. Hi, hi Matthew. Great, great to be back on the podcast. Um, yeah. So uh, there's a lot of issues currently in the industry, uh, as I'm sure everyone's aware. Uh, some of these issues stem from the, the current global market situation. Uh, I won't mention the fuel crisis, um, but others are a bit closer to home. Um, the main drive in the industry uh, is ultimately to become more sustainable in how we operate. So every aspect of horticulture is being looked at quite closely. Um, things such as chemical use, plastic use, um, and obviously what we're going to talk today uh, a bit about is, is growing media use. Um, with regards to growing media, there are a lot of challenges present, and the big one is to obviously uh, reduce the amount of peat used in professional horticulture and switch to more sustainable alternatives. Uh, and this is obviously driven by a lot of factors, environmental, uh, political, uh, economical, and the pressure is definitely there to transition into a more sustainable way of growing. Uh, but this is something that can't happen overnight. Uh, there are a lot of factors to consider and issues to resolve. And, and these are things such as matching supply with demand, organizing enough transport, processing raw materials, legislation, import export issues. Um, but also on a grower level, in some cases, it's, it's changing the management practices and the mindset on how we approach plant production in the future.
what's demand like? Who's who's asking for what? And you know, how is the industry responding to these changes? Yeah, so the, the industry is really embracing these changes and trying to move forward positively. Uh, and it has been for some time. I, I deal with customers who have been using 100% peat-free mixes for years. Uh, likewise, a lot of the industry is already peat-reduced, sometimes without even realizing it. Um, a lot of the work we do is helping growers understand the different management practices required when moving to these sustainable options. Uh, and that can include things such as irrigation management. Uh, so generally, peat alternatives uh, can dry out quicker. So we can look at how the plants are being watered and advise accordingly. We also have wetting agents such as uh, ICL's H2 Grow. Uh, we can add intermixes to overcome these issues. Um, nutrition is also a big factor. Uh, some of these sustainable options such as bark can really lock up nitrogen. So we have to look at that in professional mixes. Uh, and I can go into that uh, in a bit more detail a bit further on. Um, but the main point is that this isn't something that's just happened overnight. Uh, the industry has been working on this for years and developing products and understanding how they perform in different scenarios. Uh, it's been a big challenge, but we're at a point now where we have 100% peat-free mixes, uh, which perform just the same as 100% peat on a professional level. And this is something that will continue to develop. Um, my personal opinion is that the real challenge is, is making sure the supply chain can keep up with the demand. So um, how much is demand up for these sustainable options? And what are some of the um, sustainable growing media options that are available? Yeah, so, so demand is, is, is sky high. Uh, we're getting a lot of queries about um, from growers uh, about switching to more peat reduction and peat use. So it's something that's continually developing. And I think the more it's being uh, advertised in the media, um, the more awareness that's being made of it. Um, a lot of growers are, are paying attention to that and they're getting, getting comments from their customers too. Um, so that's really driving that. Um, but in terms of sustainable growing media options, there are, there are quite a few options um, there. And each option has both positives and negatives. Um, and for me, it's how we blend these uh, raw materials together to, to generate a growing media mix that's suitable for a specific production system on a professional scale. Um, now, just talking about the uh, raw materials and, and not the fertilizers and additives that go into a mix. Um, some of the options we have at ICL, uh, Akoya, uh, as I'm sure you've all heard of, uh, Fiber Grow Advance, which is our revolutionary uh, new wood fiber. And, and bark. And these are really the three main materials we use, but we offer a few more alternatives too. Um, now going into a bit more detail about them, uh, Fiber Grow Advance is ICL's new uh, wood fiber manufactured exclusively for the professional horticulture market. Uh, it's manufactured in the UK with local FSC certified material, and it's produced using a unique thermomechanical process, which uh, manipulates the fibers in, in such a way it generates a matrix, which can offer similar properties to, to graded peat, such as the water holding capacity, the airflow porosity, um, and it can easily be blended with other raw materials too, such as coir. So we get really good performance out of this product and it's being used uh, quite successfully on many UK nurseries. Uh, uh, but this is one issue in the growing media market in that the options we would normally use to generate a professional mix uh, are actually lacking sometimes in the more sustainable options. And um, by that, I mean things such as uh, different grades of the raw materials. Um, if you think for a professional uh, for professional production, there can be thousands of different plant species being produced on a single nursery. 
each species may have uh, different requirements. You know, you might need a more open growing media mix, or it might need to be a finer mix for, for propagation work. And these are all factors we have to consider um, where products such as FiberGrow Advance give us much more flexibility in mix production. Uh, so we can offer similar structured mixes that the growers are used to uh, while still using the sustainable options. Um, now moving on to a bit about coir. Um, it's quite a fine product, uh, so used quite widely in propagation mixes and seed mixes, um, but it's also been used for quite a while in the industry. So we have a, a really good understanding of how it performs uh, in growing media. Uh, it has a low bulk density uh, and good water retention and also quite nice handling characteristics. Um, it does come from Sri Lanka uh, as a byproduct of, of the coconut industry. Uh, so we do have um, to do quite a lot of quality control to ensure only the best product is sent out to the end user. Um, Koya does have some issues if it's a lower quality that it can be quite high in, in sodium, potassium uh, and chloride salts. Um, but again, this is, this is generally seen in the lower quality sources. Um, and this year, some of the issues we've seen um, is really the supply of the, the high quality product. Uh, and that's like this year, the issues have probably stemmed from COVID and Brexit. Um, and that's had an effect on, on availability. But the situation is stabilizing somewhat. But it's something to consider that coir supply is, is highly susceptible to global events, uh, which are out of everybody's control. Uh, luckily, at ICL, we have good business relations. So we've been able to keep supplying the, the high quality materials grow, ex growers expect from us. Um, now, next, we'll just talk a bit about bark. Um, again, it's widely used in, in sustainable mixes uh, and it's used for structure and adding air to a mix. And it has a it does have a low water holding capacity. Um, so we use matured bark, uh, which uh, helps reduce nitrogen fixation um, as if it's not processed correctly. This can lead up to a lock, a lock up of nitrogen. Uh, and that is a problem that we do have solutions for. Uh, again, it's supply is dependent on demand in other industries. Uh, so it can be quite susceptible to market fluctuations. Uh, and also the weather does ha have some effect to play as well here. If it's, if it's quite a wet harvest, then the quality can be affected. Now, that was one thing I was going to ask about the availability. I mean, how, how do you see the availability of raw materials longer term? It's a changing environment uh, constantly. Um, it's, I think uh, the last two years have been very difficult with regards to that. Um, and that's largely been down to the supply chain um, because of COVID, because of Brexit. There's a lot of changes going on in the industry. Uh, there's also been a lot of changes with regards to, to peat harvesting. Obviously, um, you know, uh, there's a lot of issues going on in Ireland, particularly with, with legislation and planning permission. Um, and that's had a knock on effect because a lot of lot of peat that's been used in the mixes um, has suddenly disappeared. And, and we're talking about four million cubic meters um, that was supplied to the UK and, and European market, too. Uh, and that's got to come from somewhere. And that's not just going to be we're not going to be able to just find that um, overnight. So we, that's what we're working hard to do to just ensure uh, we have good quality supply uh, for growers in the future. What about nutrition in the mixes? Uh, with regards to nutrition, I just want to talk about a couple of issues we see in peat-free and peat-reduced options. Uh, the first being uh, the management of nitrogen um, in the base fertilizer, and the second being leaching, as the, the two go hand in hand. Uh, now, calcium nitrate, or Norwegian saltpeter, as it's sometimes referred to, has historically been widely used by growing media manufacturers 
and its uh, purpose is to provide a nitrogen source to help stimulate healthy plant growth in the early stages of the growing cycle. Uh, and it can last for up to three to four weeks, depending on a, on a couple of factors. Um, but like a little bit of chemistry, the, the nitrate ions in calcium nitrate are negatively charged and highly soluble. And most growing media substrates are also negatively charged, which means calcium nitrate tends to be leached very quickly and isn't held onto very well in growing media. And these issues are, as you'd expect, exacerbated in peat-free or peat-reduced mixes, um, as the raw materials are naturally drier, so take a lot more water to wet up, which results in more leaching of the calcium nitrate. Uh, the other issue here is particularly in sustainable alternatives such as bark, is that the nitrogen reserves tend to be depleted by microbial activity, uh, which take up the nitrate ions themselves. So this needs to be compensated for with additional nitrogen. Uh, so what you ultimately end up with is, is more nitrogen being added to a growing media mix, but also more water being applied to ensure plant success um, but a much higher risk of nitrate leaching. Uh, now, uh, currently, uh, there's the nitrates directive, uh, which limits the volume of nitrates that can be applied to certain crops and ultimately protects nitrate vulnerable zones, uh, which are areas at risk from agricultural and horticultural nitrate pollution. Uh, there's an online map of the zones on the government website, as well as more information, but the, the figure includes about 55% of land in England being affected by this. Um, now, high levels of nitrate in the drinking water can lead to some health effects, uh, hence these regulations. Um, so it sounds like all doom and gloom if you think that if everyone goes peat free and you have to irrigate more and use more nitrogen, uh, you can't help but wonder what the environmental consequences of that are. Well, at ICL, um, we've recognized that and we've developed a few products which help tackle these issues. And the first is one is to help with irrigation practices. Uh, we have H2 Grow, which we provide as a granular or liquid form, uh, which can be pre-incorporated into growing media mixes. Uh, and this is our wetting agent, uh, which is based on a water conservation agent uh, that holds the maximum amount of water uh, to the water repellent materials in the growing media. So this can, this can help with the leaching and retain that water. Um, and next to deal with, with the nitrogen issues, which, which for me are the bigger, bigger issues at play here, uh, we've developed two new base fertilizers, uh, which are Osmoco N and Osmoform High N or, or nitrogen. Uh, so for short-term crops, uh, we would use Osmoform High Nitrogen. Um, and this is a slow release fertilizer uh, with a long chain that breaks down slowly and it's not water soluble. So while the nitrogen release um, is influenced by temperature, microbial activity and humidity, um, it breaks down quite steadily over an eight to 10 week period, uh, making it ideal for bedding crops and some perennial and container grown nursery stock. Uh, the fine granules are easily incorporated into growing media mixes um, and it's uh, seven and a half percent urea, uh, which is readily available. So you get that quick response that we're after in the plant, um, but it also has 30.5% urea formaldehyde, uh, which becomes more available more slowly as it has that longer chain. So it takes longer to break down and become available uh, to the plant. Um, now for longer term perennials and container nursery stock, uh, ICR have developed Osmoco N uh, plus potassium, uh, which releases over five to six months. And this contains 36% uh, fully coated nitrogen uh, enriched with 5% uh, potassium. And that's uh, also suitable for peat reduced uh, and peat free substrates. So it helps buffer nitrogen immobilization and reduce leaching. Okay, so that's a lot of elements to take into account. Are there any other considerations? 
Yeah, the, the other one I, I just want to talk about is the the lime content in peat reduced uh, and peat free mixes. Um, and most most of the sustainable growing media options have a much higher pH than peat, um, but also a lower pH buffering capacity. Uh, and that is the substrate's ability to resist change in pH. Uh, so peat is naturally acidic. Uh, so we add lime to raise the pH uh, to get it to an optimal growing level. Um, so in peat-free, where the substrates have a, a higher pH, uh, less lime is required. Uh, and this can be up to about a third less lime we, we see in peat-free mixes. Um, so the issue here is that lime is a really good source of calcium and magnesium to the plants. Uh, so what we tend to see in peat-free growing media is deficiencies in these elements, particularly in soft water areas where calcium and magnesium are generally lacking from the water source. Um, in hard water areas like Essex, where I'm from, um, these issues are, are rarer because the irrigation sources tend to be uh, much harder in you know, alkalinity. Um, so they have the calcium magnesium, which can be supplemented to the plant through regular irrigation cycles. Um, there's a lot more detail we can go into on these issues as it's a bit more complex, but just this is just to raise another consideration. Um, but again, we have a few solutions which can, can help resolve this issue. Um, and when we talk about growing media, we can add products into the specification, such as Osmocote CalMag, uh, which not only supplements nitrogen uh, over a three to four month period, uh, but also contains calcium and magnesium. So we overcome uh, those deficiencies in soft water irrigation systems. We also have a range of liquid feeds too, such as universal soft water, which adds the extra calcium and magnesium here too. So how would you look at um, putting all these factors together? Generally, for anyone who rings us up and they want to make a switch to peat free or look at going peat reduced, uh, we had a range of visit to the customer um, and discuss their individual requirements. So we look at things such as the plant species grown, uh, you know, are they vigorous plants? Are they sensitive? Uh, what size pots are they being grown in? Um, we also look at the irrigation source. So we would generally take a, a water sample to send it off for analysis. So we can look at how hard or soft the water is. Um, we also looked, look at the general management practices, what they're actually currently doing. Um, you know, as I mentioned before, things such as irrigation um, in peat reduced and peat free growing medias needs a bit of tweaking sometimes. Um, we obviously look at the fertilizer source too, uh, and what kind of where they're getting that that feed source from, whether they're liquid feeding or they have a controlled release fertilizer uh, pre-incorporated into the growing media. Once we have all this information, uh, we can start to build a customized mix tailored to individual nursery needs. Uh, so we might, for a medium term bedding mix, for example, uh, use a blend of coir and fiber grow advance. Uh, the ratio would be dependent on the plants grown. Maybe it's a species that requires a, a bit more, like maybe a bit more open. Um, so we can adjust these rates accordingly. Um, we can then look to add in the wetting agents, such as H2 Grow, at the base fertilizers. So for bedding, we would look at adding the Osmoform uh, eight to 10 week nitrogen source. Uh, we could add in some PG mix, um, trace element packages such as Micromax Premium. Uh, and then maybe we could add in a longer term Osmocote product, maybe a three to four or five to six month product with a specific analysis tailored to plant needs. Um, if, we, if we looked at the water analysis and saw that the customer was in a soft water area or someone is using reservoir water as an irrigation source, we could then look to add in products such as Osmocote CalMag uh, to overcome the deficiencies they would likely see. So you can start to see a mix forming 
Um, so there's a lot of factors there that, that supplement each other. And it's a combination of technology and understanding of how the individual components of, of a sustainable mix work together uh, to provide a mix which performs to the highest level. Now, wrapping up, what's the take-home message, Sam? My take-home message is that the industry is responding incredibly well to the changes it's currently facing, and it's uh, not sitting around doing nothing, and it never has been. The, the drive has always been to push more sustainable options, um, but there does have to be a balance with how quickly we make these transitions. Um, my message is to just embrace the changes and get to grips with how these products perform, start off with trials on a small scale and, and gain an understanding of any changes you might need to make and build it from there. Uh, we've seen this year that 100% peat mixes are, are few and far between now. So it's a really positive movement from the industry to make this transition and it is happening. And of course, at ICL, we're always here to support growers the best we can. And for any information, we are always here to help. Brilliant. Thanks for all our insights, Sam, into sustainable growing media. And thanks for listening to the Horticulture Week podcast with me, Matthew Appleby. And thanks to ICL's Sam Rivers. Make sure you never miss a Horticulture Week podcast. Subscribe to or follow Hort Week podcast via Apple iTunes, Spotify or Google Podcasts. And once again, thank you and goodbye till the next time. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.